my friends, welcome to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week, and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about teaching without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to give a big shout-out to our sponsors out there, Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher, or you know a theater teacher, or you just, I mean, you just got swindled into doing the drama club or someone just said, hey, you have to do UIL One Act, go to ludlamdramatics.com. They have all kinds of teacher resources for the theater classroom that you can't find anywhere else. Because if you go to the teacher store, there is jack shit for theater teachers in there. You might be able to bastardize some kind of English poster or a music thing, but yeah, there's nothing. Go to Ludlam Dramatics. I'd also like to thank our other sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. If you like to snack and you are looking for something new to try, go to legendarypretzels.com. They are amazing and delicious and affordable, and you need to treat yourself. They take pretzel rods, and they dip them in chocolate, and they roll them around in all kinds of candies and crushed cereals and pretty much anything your heart desires. They even swirl them in caramel sometimes. They are divine. They even have gluten-free options. Go check them out at Legendary Pretzels and treat yourself. And if you use the code TEACHER at checkout, you get a discount. Go do it now and, you know, just do it. It helps us. It keeps us going. Last but not least, I want to thank all of our friends on Patreon. That's right. We have a Patreon. For as little as 5 to $10 a month, you can join our Patreon and you get access to all kinds of extra episodes, bonus content that is only on the Patreon. We release a couple special episodes for it each month. We have a watch party once a month. We have live recordings where you can listen to us record the podcast and enter in and message us. And you get all kinds of cool stuff. It is the best. We also have a Facebook group that's only for our patrons where we can bitch and chat with each other and you can meet other like-minded teachers who love the podcast just like you. And let me give a shout out to some of our new Patreon people because I love them so much. Big shout out to Kim K, Jessica A, SWFLEV owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Jessica H, Physics Runner, Melissa V, Steph, Science Teach 17, Kim C, Michael M, William P, Sarah O, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Tisha C, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Caitlin L, Marsha M, Wiazza, Christina B, Miss Alabama, Kristen B, Megan R, Huvian, Ashley M, Jason F, Amber H, JJO, Jeff S, Abby B, Ann T, Sarah B, Regina F, Anna L, Josie S, Sam B, Lucy P, Mary E, Jamie B, Hope H, Aaron D, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, Rylan L, Catherine S, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Tony, Christina K, Irma A, Nimi, Melissa M, Lisa S, and Sarah N. Thank you to all those patrons. All right, my friends, enjoy episode 106. All right, uh, somebody say something. Okay. I don't think that's <laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome to Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by Miss Sparkles. Hey, y'all. And also joining us, Miss Lucille Lane. Hey, hey, hey. And then also joining us, Miss Shirley Temper. No, please don't kill me, Mr. Ghostface. I want to be in the sequel. (laughs) That's the first scream, right? Correct. Well, friends, welcome back. I've missed, it's been a while since I've talked to any of you. I did see Lucille Lane at the concert, and I'm pretty sure I invited myself to something and swore I was going to be there. I have no idea what it is at this point. But I remember being really into it whenever I was talking to you. So the art whatever code. plans or promises I made, I don't remember. Yeah. That. I'm glad you didn't go because I didn't either. 
No, good. No, I, I warned you ahead of time that I would probably see you. I'd say something really dumb and bizarre and then stumble off. And I'm pretty sure yeah. I fulfilled most of, the, most of that prophecy that I saw you talk to you and then bunch of, I remember hugging your husband before I left. I think I might have bit yeah. his shoulder. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I bit his shoulder on my way out. I was like, I'm so glad I got to meet you. And then oh. walked down the hill. You so, bit like his him. shoulder? Mr. Temper's yeah. going to be super jealous about that. I don't know. It's Elvis bit Lucille's Lane's husband's shoulder, and he didn't bite yours. I'm pretty sure I've bitten your husband's shoulder at has, some point. Has he bitten you before? I don't think so. He doesn't think you have, so no. next time. I'll, I'll be seeing him in like a month or so. Yeah. So. No, things are going well right now. I am like physically exhausted. My Mondays are hard, and this is like Monday the 18th, and I'm just thinking of all the stuff I've been doing today and nonstop, and it's just, it's a lot right now. I mean... Even it's a lot for any time, but it's not bad a lot. It's just a lot to deal with. But I feel I keep going back and forth where I'm like, oh, my God, this is so much I can't handle it. So like, okay, I got my hang on this. Just it'll get what's the thing we always say? It's going to get better in two weeks or Mm -hmm. two weeks. This part will be over and then this will get easier, lighter, less busy. But that's kind of been my mantra for like the last 10 years is in two weeks, it'll be less busy. Just (laughs) keep going. But things are getting better. I'm excited. I got to see friends. We had a long weekend. I got to go to a concert. That was lots of fun. I got to kind of relax my brain a bit. I had an amazing weekend with Priscilla where we just got to lay around in bed and just binge TV and each other. And it was so great to have that time. And so things are good right now. I just got to get back in the frame of mind of, you know, working. But how are things going for you, Uh, Lucille Lane? You got anything you want to share with anybody? Oh, yeah. I got some great news. I will not be teaching anymore as of the 29th. Wow. What happened? I got a brand spanking new job that pays really well. And um, (laughs) the thing is, is I'm still going to be in and out of schools because my job is corporate, but working within the schools. They wanted somebody who knew the you know, the language and who can communicate effectively. And that would be me. Awesome. That is awesome. Congratulations. I know you have not enjoyed your classroom position at all this year. 14 years is a long time. And as, as unhappy as I was, I think it's time. I think this is a great move. Congratulations. I think, and I can't wait to hear your views from the outside and like, yeah, it's going to be such a different way to to look it is. It's going to be so different to talk to admin from like a different <laughs> perspective, like what they want or what they're searching for. So it's going to be great. Let me tell you, one of my biggest things that's my my most excited favorite part of being going to multiple schools and kind of not being a traditional teacher is leaving in the middle of the day and knowing I don't have to go back for a week or not have to be back there for a couple of days. It's really cool as opposed to being in one spot all day long, Monday through Friday that like being finished at this location at one o'clock or two o'clock and then going somewhere else. It is very, very nice. It is a really cool feeling. I hope you get to experience it. it it's Oh trip. yeah. I mean, my, so that my is whole, awesome. Yeah. My whole account is huge. So I'll be everywhere. That's <laughs> awesome. That is badass. I'm so happy for you. For anyone out there who's listening, if you're interested in jumping ship and still being like education adjacent or something, I highly recommend you click the link in the description of this episode. It has a link to Daphne Williams, Teacher Career Coach, and she offers lots of cool classes and stuff. And we had her on the podcast about two weeks ago. I don't think necessarily everyone needs to leave leave teaching sometimes. I think a change of scenery is the best thing. But if you want to make the jump or want to learn more about it, check 
out Daphne Williams' link that's in the bio of this description right here. So do it now. Miss Sparkles, what's going on with you? How's your journey? What's going on with you? Well, uh, I did not get the job that I had applied for. Um, so I am, uh, doing the teacher career coach class with Daphne just to kind of like judge my resume, judge some of my skills and funny story. I applied to go back to grad school for instructional design. Cause I think that's what I really want to do. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, but Looking at like the listings, there's some knowledge gaps I have in like programs and stuff. And I was like, I may as well just get a master's degree. Then I don't have to pay my student loans while I'm in school. (laughs) There you go. I was doing the same thing. That's where my, I was, my direction was going was instructional design. It was hard, but I got a lot of interviews. So I hope that like helps you like up a little bit. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be good. I think it'll be a good change. But other than that, things are good, you know. Um I, kids are you can really tell that the kids are behind in their social development. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it is yep. painful because I I loved teaching middle school, but I left teaching middle school for a reason, and I largely teach freshmen this year. And normally I love freshmen. Normally I love freshmen. I think they're a blast. But these freshmen are so much like seventh graders that I'm like, ah! Well, Shirley, what else is going on with you? You said you had a story to share? This is my 16th year teaching. And I had to do something today that I've never had to do. <laughs> What's that? Sent a student to the bathroom. She came back. She goes... Um, Miss Temper, there is somebody, she's laying on the floor of the bathroom and I think she needs help. And I was like on it. So I hustle down there and my five inch platform heels, cause that's how I roll. And I get in the bathroom and I open the door thinking she's laying on the, like in the middle of the bathroom. No, this child was laying on the floor next to one of the toilets Ew. with the door closed. And I'm like, Oh my God, do you need a nurse? And she was like, she just opens her eyes like I squatted down, right? Looked under the door and because I saw her legs. And she was like, no, I just didn't want to go to class. I said, Ugh. you're laying on the floor next to the toilet, Angel. That's really gross. And she goes, it's okay. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to need you to get up. Come on. Let's go to class. Gross. Gross. Was, was she intoxicated? Was she stoned no, or something? Or? No, she just didn't want to go to class. Oh. What happened happen to just leaving class? Like, whatever happened to just walking out the doors? Uh, 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 I don't know. Right under the bleachers. Uh, next to the toilet on the floor. No. Yep. No. No, ma'am. That's gross. And it was pretty funny because I went in back to my classroom down the hall, and the young lady who went was like, is she okay? And I said, she was taking a nap because she didn't want to go to class, and the whole class went, ew. And I was like, okay. So we're all in agreement. I have an article I want to share with you guys because, um, as is tradition in Texas, every other week or so, we have to be national news for doing something just ridiculous and stupid and backwards. (laughs) Oh, God. What have we done? And so this was last Friday because Texas uh, passed a House bill for Texas law that requires teachers to present multiple perspectives when discussing any wildly, widely debated and currently controversial issues and make sure 
Well, here's the thing. The bill here is that they want to make sure that people can't teach racism without saying something, you know, pro-racism. Like, if we're going to talk about slavery in the South, we have to talk about why it was a good thing. Uh, it, it's backwards. They're trying to fight against critical race theory or, you know, anything. They just want to have both sides in there, which sounds really stupid because, you know. Because it is. Because it is stupid. And then, so... The school in South Lake, South Lake, Texas, which is a suburb in Dallas Fort Worth area, it's not far from where I am. Um, I've actually talked to several teachers in this area, and they had in two different schools teachers be let go because someone, a family, was concerned that they were teaching critical race theory and that they were sharing things they weren't supposed to and they didn't like the views. Well, it went up to the principal. And it was reviewed, and the principal said, you know what, this is acceptable, I'm not going to fire this teacher. Well, the same parents rose a stink, and if South Lake is a very, very wealthy area, oh my it's God, home yeah. to one of the super uh, mega churches. There's a lot of the Dallas sports stars raise their kids in that area. There's Dallas, uh, Dallas Cowboy football players live there. Dallas, mm-hmm. the Texas Rangers baseball players live there. There's mm-hmm. just a lot of very wealthy doctors and lawyers in this area. And so we're talking that kind of power and push. And so when they weren't able to get the teacher fired by going through the principal, uh, they went to the school board and they threw their weight enough that the school board terminated two teachers' contracts because they didn't like what they're teaching, even though it fit the curriculum, it was required. So to avoid more of this, the school district's um, executive director of curriculum instruction had a Friday afternoon training session with a lot of teachers on which books they can have in their classroom libraries. Uh Uh-uh. Nope. And so (laughs) this training was four days after they fired a fourth fourth grade teacher who had an anti-racism book in her classroom. Stop. And so a couple of the staff members recorded the training. And so the woman in question, the Gina Petty, the district executive director of curriculum instruction, said, try to, this is her quote, just try to remember the concepts of Texas House Bill 3979. And this one is the one that requires teachers to present multiple perspectives when discussing debated or controversial issues. And she said, quote, and make sure that if you have a book on the Holocaust, that you have one that has an opposing and other perspective. (laughs) So what's the rose you're going to put? How do you oppose the Holocaust? One teacher spoke up and said, she said, believe me, that's come up. And so they said, well, do we have to get rid of books about the Holocaust then? Because, you know, here's the thing. Just to not even read the article, it's stupid that teachers are scared of losing their jobs because they're teaching facts. Here's the thing. The Holocaust was wrong. Nazis were wrong. We fought a whole fucking war about this, Mm -hmm. a world war on this. And we've acknowledged that this was wrong. There's a great series of movies about with Indiana Jones in them where he fights these fuckers. And they're the bad guys for a reason. No one's like, oh, they had a good point of view. No. No, they don't. I can't, you guys. And so the fact that they're trying to, like, it's crossing over where they're trying to make slavery acceptable, like the old view of the South, and that, you know, it will rise again, not controversial, that they're bringing in these other things. 
but it's under state law that they're having to do it. And of course, this was all over the news the end of last week. It was all over the weekend, but what a fucking embarrassment. Ask me again why I wanted out of education. Getting ridiculous. Like, who puts Nazi books in their classrooms? Because that's the only, like, anti-shit that you're going to have. No. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's reprehensible. And here's the thing. There's even quotes in this article where, you know, the fact that we have to require a Holocaust denier gets equal treatment in the classroom. No, we need to shut this shit down. Like, if you are in the science class, you're talking about (laughs) astronomy and, like, the planets, and someone's like, well, the world's flat. No, you nip that shit in the bud. Yeah, We don't don't teach that. We're not going to teach the opposing view just because you're a crackhead. No. Listen, the Earth is a velociraptor, and you can't change my mind. Man, it's turtles all the way down. That's my thing. Okay, my loves. I have something from the contact page of our website from Miss Koala12. It says, Hello, everyone. I must start by saying how much I love this podcast. We love you, too. This is my second year of teaching pre-K, although most of my first year was spent virtual. Yes, virtual pre-K. Basically hell on earth and drinks (laughs) hidden behind my computer. Your podcast was recommended to me, and I started listening around April this last year. I've binged. I have binged it on the way to and from school and even just doing small tasks at home. After hearing your advice many times, I made it a priority not to work past my contract hours or take my work home. Yes. I do. Good for you. I do not want to burn myself out and especially not in my second year. I know it's a great goal, but here is my dilemma in Georgia. Public pre-K classes have specific guidelines from the state BOE that we have to follow. So we are not always on the same schedule as the rest of our school. I do not have a break from my students ever. My contract hours are 7.10 to 3.10, and students begin arriving at 7.15 and leave between 2.30 and 3. I am required to sit in on breakfast and lunch with my class. We have one hour nap time during the day, but that time is considered my lunch and planning. This is Uh, when we do collaborative team planning or meet with administrators when necessary. This seems like a nice break until you think about those kids who just won't sleep. As much as I would love to make them sit quietly, it's not realistic for four-year-olds. I am required to have, quote, quiet and independent activities, quote, available for my non-sleepers. The rest of our day is instructional time, group activities. That being said, the only time I have without students is five minutes before school, ten minutes after school. When do I prep my material for next week? When do I switch out play times? When do I set up for the next theme? Pre-K is extremely hands-on, and I love teaching these babies, but how do I get ready to give them my best without working late or taking work home? The real question is, when can you find another position? That's exactly my thinking. I I think there's something seriously wrong here. I think you're getting screwed over. I think you need to join a teaching organization or reach Uh out to one. Because I feel they might be taking... Now, I know that pre-K has different rules and laws surrounding it. But I know in most states, you are allowed to have a 30-minute br- or lunch away from children. Yes. Not being told to eat in the room, not while they're sleeping. Like a lunch where you are truly off-duty. I believe that's actually... In some states, that's part of the law for what they can do and what they can't do. Like they're not required to force you to eat while you're on the job. And who wants to eat? I mean, obviously you know this, but who wants to eat in a room full of stinky kids? You've been touching everything all day. No, I think you need to uh, find an organization, one that works in Georgia and one that covers pre-K 
and you need to talk to them ASAP to see what your rights are. Because it sounds like you are getting fucked over. Because this I'm- seems designed to burn you out or for you to make a bad decision. Because it only takes you being really exhausted and really tired to snap at a kid the wrong way. Then you're on the news. And, yeah, and then you're on the news or just the wrong thing. And it, while it's shitty, but that kind of thing happens. You hear about teachers who are left alone with kids who have special needs for nine or ten hours and they're violent. And these teachers end up doing something that is not reasonable and is not safe and it's not appropriate. But in their heads, they're trapped. And they have no escape, and so they end up trying to do something to survive. It ends up being something that's very, very wrong. And it's mostly because they're burned out and they're in a situation they do not need to be in at all. And this situation, no matter how much you love teaching, does not sound like a It's a destined for failure. At all. I will say, I, I will second that because the four years I have been at my current school, we are a behavior unit school every year. One to two are fired because it's just so violent or like it's not the right environment for them or they're in the position so many times or like it's a reaction. I know like one kid literally pulled out a handful of somebody else's hair. Oh, no, Uh ma'am. While three, while three adults were trying to take down this child, like get them from acting a fool. And it took three. One got bit. The other one um, stomped, stomped, listen, it gets stomped on a foot of the other, like the second person also peed on them. (gasps) Wow. A handful of hair was being pulled out from the other. What I'm trying to say is like, absolutely. Like we're just put in situations where it's exhausting. You're not getting what you need, like not properly trained. And that's what happened. And I swear to you, it happens a lot. But this happens because people are like, oh, we say child when some of this stuff happens, but we're talking a child who's in a body that weighs 160 pounds mm-hmm. that is flailing and fighting like a, like a Wolverine to get out of whatever they want because mentally they don't have the capacity or they're really angry. They might have emotional issues. And we're asking people who aren't necessarily trained to deal with it or they're having to deal with it way more than they should because they're like the one person who took the training. And they won't train anyone else to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that's where these people end up on the news because they lose their shit where they're stuck in this situation and the kid swings at him for the 10th time and they might push back or swing back or say something that's inappropriate. And yeah, kid goes home with the bruise. How'd you get that? My teacher hit me or my teacher bumped me into a chair and they're fired. And I'm not saying that's not right, but they shouldn't be in that position anyway to begin with. Right. You shouldn't be in a position where you're so batshit crazy, you're going to lose your shit on somebody. And uh-huh. I think that's the same for any ch- teacher. You shouldn't be in a classroom with 26 students who are screaming and yelling and throwing stuff nonstop because you're going to make a bad choice. Even if the choice is just to leave them in the classroom and step out in the hallway because you can't look at their fucking faces for another minute. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> What are the, I think you and I talked about it personally, but what are the, what are the consequences if you leave early? What's the worst thing the district can do to you if you're leaving? The worst thing they can do is turn me into TEA and then my credentials will be revoked. But only for a year. And that's the thing that they forget is if you uh, quote unquote abandon your contract, they can only hold your certificate for a a year. So... Mm -hmm. A year from now, if you're like, man, I think I want to go back to teaching, you, you, can. Can pick, you could pick up a job in the spring semester. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
So it's really, it's not worth it to stay in a position where you're miserable. Like what I would say to this person is you do need to talk to them about getting your 30 minute lunch away from the kids and somebody else watches your kids during nap time. No meetings, no nothing. Somebody else watches the kids during nap time. Especially and, if it's your planning period too. Yeah. If Absolutely. that's also your planning, like, I don't know how long your nap time is. Is it an hour? Is it two hours? It's but an if hour. It, oh, oh, duh. Uh, but you need at least 30 minutes of that hour where you don't do anything. And then if they want to have a meeting the second 30 minutes, they have to schedule that appropriately. This is from the Reddits, from user the math lad. Cute. <laughs> All right. Am I a bad teacher for using teachers pay teachers for my homework? No. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> Short answer, <laughs> no. No. Um, all right. I'm a first-year teacher teaching AP Calc, honors pre-calc, and a new oh, science algebra class, no sir, uh, that I was given <laughs> a syllabus for, but no textbook or resources. What? I'm the only teacher for all of these classes at a rural Title I school and inherited no resources besides a teacher's edition textbook for both calc and pre-calc. Oh my God. I've been doing, yeah, I know. I've been doing paper homework, but I'm drowning, spending 55 plus hours a week at school and eight plus hours working on the weekend. I've switched to spending $10 a week on Teachers Pay Teachers Google Forms and tailoring them to my class's needs. Am I a bad teacher for doing this? Absolutely just, not. Yeah, right? No. Uh, I just need to find time so I can see my wife and family at least a little bit on the weekend. Yeah, just a, just a smidge. Um, Alt-cert as well, so I have no formal schooling or experience in teaching before this semester. I am also Alt-cert, and I wish we'd had Teachers Pay Teachers when I started Same, 11 homie. years ago. I'm Alt-cert, too. Hey, Alt-cert. What's hey. up? <laughs> um, Nerds. I yeah. love Teachers hey. Pay Teachers, and there is yes. no shame in using it. None. Bro. I bought my entire curriculum for this year on Teachers Pay Teachers. It is a full year of let, like everything's done. Lesson plans, projects planned, examples, PowerPoints, the whole nine. And I was like, this is what I need. So that's what I'm doing. There you go. What you need to do now is level it up so this teacher isn't spending $10 a week of their own money and wow. find a way for the school, your classroom budget to go towards it. Yeah, because get that's like a, a thing. subscription. See if you can get your school budget. Of course, if your school's not willing to buy you enough fucking textbooks, oh my they <laughs> might not be willing to do that. But uh, yeah, I don't feel bad about this. Everyone who's using Teachers Pay Teachers, there is nothing wrong with nothing it. Nothing wrong with it. be careful with what you look for in there because there's times I've bought something and I spent like four bucks or five bucks and ended up being utter shit. Hey, guys, guess what? 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 Tell what? me. We have a Patreon! What? You're a liar. Look at you, big shot. filthy liar. I know we have a Patreon. That's right. For as little as $5, $10 a month, you can help support Teacher Needs a Drink podcast and get access to all kinds of extra and bonus content. We have lots of lost episodes on there. Every month we record a couple exclusive episodes just for it, as well as you get to go to our watch parties. We're going to be doing the watch party for the movie Jennifer's Body for Halloween on October, Friday the 29th. And also we do cool things like we have live recording sessions where you can listen while we're recording. You get to hear all that behind the scenes stuff and you get to ask us questions and give us your opinion it's really awesome so you need to join and do it now do it now join our patreon Woo! do Woo! it Yay! 
Would you rather have to use cheese flavored toothpaste or ham scented deodorant? <laughs> what kind of cheese? Exactly. Um, exactly. Like if we're talking some mutts, then I'll do that because mud. like it's not that stinky and I love mutts. So like who wants to smell like ham? <laughs> now if it's honey ham and I can get extra honey, I consider that. I imagine like easy cheese, like the little tube Absolutely like pressure not. thing. Absolutely Just not. Psh- like, I'll smell like, like a bacon smoked ham or something. over cheese with toothpaste any day. <laughs> what about you, Ms. Markles? I think I'm going to have to go with the cheese toothpaste because I like cheese, but I despise <laughs> ham. I really don't want someone to be like, you ham-smelling motherfucker. And like, <laughs> be right about it. And be right about it. Isn't that Yeah. All right, folks, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I'm so glad everyone's out there and listening. I'm glad we're all here. And I'd like to thank my hosts are with me today. Miss Sparkles, it was wonderful having you here. Bye, y'all. And Miss Lucille Lane, congratulations on the new job. I'm really interested in hearing how your last, you know, two weeks of work go. And so yeah. uh, we're going to have you back on here soon. You are not gone. We're not letting you go. Much like your district's uh, trying to do. So, yeah, right? <laughs> and I'd also like to thank Miss Shirley Temper. My mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. All right, friends, take care of yourselves out there. If you got something to share, send us a message at Teacher Needs to Drink Podcast. Deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. Woo! Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast comes out every Wednesday and is proudly sponsored by Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you're a theater teacher or you have one in your building or you have to do any kind of theater crap, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. Also, check out our other sponsor, Legendary Pretzels. They are an amazing company and they do the best affordable snacks. Teachers need to check them out. They take these pretzel rods, they offer them gluten-free too, they dip them in chocolate, they cover them in almost any kind of candy you can imagine as well as cereal. And they're just the best divine treats. You need to check them out. If you use the code TEACHER at checkout, you can even get a discount. Go to legendarypretzels.com. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Miss Shirley Temper, Miss Sparkles, and Miss Lucille Lane. If you have something you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast, you can hit us up through the contact page of our website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. I can't talk anymore. Also, you can join us on our Patreon, where I get messages daily from all kinds of friends for as little as five ten dollars a month you get lots of extra content bonus episodes watch parties there's all kinds of back episodes we have on there that can't be found anywhere else anyway you need to do it check it out now it's worth it it's great i love it and i love you guys thanks for supporting us keep help spreading the word if you get a chance please leave a review on our podcast that helps get you know the numbers up all right my friends i love you take care of yourselves cheers Bye. Oh, oh no. Like, I feel like the hidden track is just going to be us saying poop hole loop. Poop hole loop. Yeah, right. Oh no. Mom, don't listen to this podcast. <laughs>